Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? November. Oh, Tracy's going like this. I'm like, yeah, I've danced too if you want to dance because sometimes she's doing stuff behind the camera. I was like, yeah, I can dance. Woo, yeah, baby. No, no, that's a joke. Guys, 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 you're like, Matt, you can't dance. Look, look, we're at work sometimes I do a, a little dance and they say, Matt, that's cool. I think, you know, I think back when the dinosaurs came, they were doing that kind of dance too. It's not like that anymore. I'm like, what? Really? They don't dance that way? Because I really, at the, in the day, I could dance. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. What's funny is I was going to a church and dancing was forbidden. You don't dance. Really? I've never read that in the Bible. It says that David danced before the Lord, you hypocrites in the Baptist churches. You make me want to vomit. Follow the word of God. Why are you picking on Baptists? Because that's the church I was going to. Am I picking on all Baptists? No. I love the Baptist doctrine because they're holding tight to the word of God. But here's the thing. All the denominations are going their own separate ways, okay? I'm not going with the denomination. I'm going with the Word of God because it's true. That's free. Today, we... It... Here you go, baby. Hey, today's devotion, November the 13th, guys. You're like, Matt. Matt, can we talk? Yeah. Matt, I've noticed for a couple days now, you've been a little bit grouchy. I want to apologize to all the men in the man cave and a few of the women that are not supposed to be in the man cave. That's a joke. I love everyone that's in the man cave. Hey, today, sacred word. You know what the Bible calls this? Sword. Well, men love swords, don't we? We love guns. We love swords. We love weapons. You know what I'm saying? There's no greater weapon than this. Hell, the Bible tells me hell shakes. The gates of hell are rattling. They're shaking when I'm quoting this and when I'm reading this and when I'm living it out in my life. I don't know what it is, okay? But I love people who follow Christ. And I'm not judging the others, but here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Elijah, one of my favorite per persons, persons in the Bible, he's looking around and he, he says this to God. God, he says, I'm the only one left. Because he, he couldn't see that there was others, okay? But it was the elect. It was, they were so sparse. So, so to come across someone like you, like you, th that is in the man cave, that's listening to the Word of God, and this is just a supplement to what you're getting at church and what you're getting in your Bible reading and your meditation and your prayer time. This is, this is the extras. And I'm so grateful that you're here. But this isn't the primary source that you're going to hear God. You need to be in church. You need to be in the Word. You need to be praying. You need to be meditating. You need to be hearing sermons online. You need, you need to get fed on the inside. This is one form of that. This shouldn't be the majority of your feeding, guys, because Matt's, Matt's, you know, this is the man game, guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there are uh, more eloquent preachers out there. But here's the thing. If they're not preaching the Word of God, go away from them. Okay, Matt. Okay. Okay. You're going to get the Word? You're going to get in the Word? I am going to get in the Word. You like testing? I don't, I don't, I don't, whenever I ask that, watch this guys, watch this. Do you like to be tested? Nobody likes to be tested. We don't. Okay, you don't want to be tested? I don't want to be tested either. I, I'm going to read a story about a guy who's tested. You want to learn from him? And if we learn from him, guess what? That means maybe I won't have to go through something similar. Okay, listen to this. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to Abraham, Abraham said, Here my Lord. God said to him, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love. You got one, watch this. He has two kids, all right, right now. In, right now in this time where we're reading the story. One is Ishmael, okay, which he had with a woman who was a maid named Hagar. Okay, God says you're going to have a child. I promise you you're going to have a child. But they tried, watch this, 
uh, God, you're, you're taking too much time, so I'm going to figure it out. Okay, okay, so they jump the gun. They jumped the gun, thought they were going to help God out. And, and this is a free one in the man cave, baby. Whenever you try to help God out with the timing, you are going to make such a mess of your life. And here's the thing. You're not an island unto yourself, partner. You know what I'm saying, okay? And you know what you did in the past. Here's the thing. It's no different now. When we try to jump the gun and help God out because he's not going quick enough for us. Okay, look, look, look. You're always going to make a mess. Uh, Sarah says, hey, uh, I'm not pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think I can get pregnant. Well, why can't she get pregnant? Oh, she can. She just doesn't believe God. Who spoke the word? You're going to be pregnant. Sarah says, "Hey, uh, why don't you sleep with? Uh, why don't you sleep with my maid?" <laughs> Meaning, the wife has just given permission for me to have an adulterous affair and do the nasty with the maid. And you know, he might have been checking her out from time to time. We don't know that. Uh, really, you think that's a good idea? Hmm. Let's think, guys. We have to avoid sin. We have to avoid those things. Okay, what does he do? He goes and sleeps with her. She has a kid. Okay, but God never recognizes the child. Okay, as the promised child. Okay, later on in the right timing, Abraham and Sarah have a child. His name is Isaac. And the blessing falls upon Isaac. The favor falls upon Isaac. It's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You never hear about Ishmael unless you're watching the nightly news. Plus, something that was spoken of Ishmael by God. He says, you're going to multiply. And there's going to be a lot of you. Likened unto the sand on the seashore. Where are all these people then? If they're not the chosen people. Oh, they're on the other side of the world. Who do they believe in? Oh, they don't believe in God the Father. They believe in Allah. Okay? Do you understand what our sins? You see what I'm saying? If he would have known the turmoil and the chaos, okay, and the death and the calamity and the beheadings, okay, and all the things that are related to Islam and that, that belief system, okay, would he have ever just had a fling with this gal? Would he ever have done it with her? In a million years, he would have ran a million miles the other way if he was going to know the heartache and sorrow that was going to enter this world by his one act of indiscretion. Okay? But this text says this. God says this to Abraham. Because this has been a long time waiting. And finally, guess what? Isaac's on the scene. God says, I want you to sacrifice your son. Well, he has two sons. God sees them only as having one, the seed, the promised child. I want you to sacrifice your son. Now God clarifies it. The one whom you love. What does that represent? The thing that Abraham loved the most in this life wasn't his wives. It was Isaac. He had him in his old age. He's close to 100 years old. It was a miracle. God says, I want you to give them back to me because I know that's what you love the most. Friends, God's not going to ask any of you to give your children up. But He's going to say this, whatever's in your life, okay, that you love more than me, are you willing to give it up? That's what He's saying today. That's what the story's about. What ends up happening, okay? Uh, Abraham saddles the donkeys, gets everything he needs. He says, Isaac, you want to go on a road trip? Yeah, Dad, let's go. Fist bump. You're the coolest dad ever. I know. I know I am. Okay, he has some of his servants with him. Gets to a spot. Says, hey, you guys stay here. Me and Isaac, we're going to go head up the mountain, okay? What ends up happening, okay? Isaac is sacrificed unto the Lord before, okay? So what does that mean? It means this. He understands the ways of God. They've been doing it right in their household. So Isaac says, Dad, where's the lamb? We're going to sacrifice unto our God, man. Where's the, where's the lamb? You know what I'm saying? And Abraham says these words. Oh, my goodness. He says these words. He says, 
the Lord will provide. Do you believe it? The Lord will provide. Well, that sounds very similar to Jehovah Jireh. You're right. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. That's, that, you got it, buddy. Hey, fist bump. I'm proud of you. You've been watching. You've been reading your Bible. God hasn't provided yet. So we're going with plan A, which is what? Sacrifice your son to me. Okay? You're like, really? So he builds an altar. He puts wood under the altar. He has to tie Isaac up. Okay? Watch this very carefully because this is just, it shows the heart. How far are we willing to go to follow God? I'm, I'm going to put a disclaimer. Would God ever ask us to do anything like this now? No. This is Old Testament stuff. You understand? God's never going to ask you to do something that's going to violate okay, his written word. You with me? He's not going to ask anyone out there, some psycho, to kill their kids because that was Moloch worship and they were sacrificing their children. God said, it never entered my heart. It makes me sick. But God wanted to see what was in Abraham's heart. God never in a million years would have let Abraham do it. Okay? But Abraham is still growing in his relationship with God. He saw the miracle of Isaac. He knew there was no possible way, okay, at his age, okay, that he can have sex. Okay? So listen, 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 listen. He ties him up. He puts him on the wood. The Bible says this. While he was in the downward motion with the dagger, with the knife, God said, stop. Meaning he's, in the original language, he's not just like this looking up to heaven. He's coming down. He's coming down with the knife to put it through his heart. His son's tied up. He proved himself to Almighty God. Friends, listen very carefully. God says, no, stop. And there was an angel there too. So here's the thing. You've got to realize the angel would have slid his hand under there. How do you know that? Because I know the heart of God. God's never going to kill a child like that. Okay? He's not going to ask us to do something, okay, that's against his word and scripture. Never in a million years. Okay? He stops him. Abraham looks. What's there? There's a ram that's caught in the thicket. He takes that knife, he, unco- he, 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 he loosens his son, whom he loved the most in this world. What did Abraham just do? He was willing to give that which he loved the most to that which he loved the most. Oh my goodness. Can we do the same? And friends, here's the thing. For a lot of us, we can't say that we can. There's no, look at, look at, look at, God knows us. But God will get us to the place in our life that he, he gets us there where we're able to release our hands unto Him. Do you understand? Those materialistic possessions, sometimes it's a relationship that's no good, sometimes, it, I don't know what it is. God's not going to ask you to kill someone ever, okay? But there is something oftentimes that's idolatrous in our lives, that's in our heart, that that's our focus, that's our desire, that's what we want more than anything. That's what we're thinking about most of the time, okay? And, and what God is saying this, are you willing to give that up for me, which I'm supposed to be your greatest love. And here's the thing. Abraham passed the test. Okay? He was willing to give it up. Okay? What ended up happening? Oh, 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 oh. He was blessed beyond recognition, beyond measure, beyond his imaginations that he could ever have dreamed of. Okay? Everybody, everybody knows who Abraham is. Even, watch this, even the people on the other side of the world okay, who follow Ishmael, okay, who follow Allah, they say Abraham, okay, is their father. They, they see it as Abraham, Ishmael, blah, 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 blah. They don't see it as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So they acknowledge Abraham as the father of the nations, okay, because of what? He responded, how did he do it? When God came on the scene with Abraham, watch this very carefully, this is crazy. 
Abraham's worshiping idols. Abraham. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham is worshiping idols. He's kind of doing what you and I were doing until God got a hold of us. We were doing our own thing, which is what? It's idol. It's idolatrous, okay? God got a hold of them. Abraham believed what God said. It was accounted unto him as righteousness, okay? Abraham heard God. He believed him, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. That's what the Word of God tells me, okay? Abraham's life was never the same. Because of what? Because God tested him in a matter, okay? And he passed the test, okay? He went through the fire. He went through the storm. He went through the valley. That which he loved the most in this life was required of him. He didn't have to give it, but he was willing to give it. Watch this. He didn't have to give it. He didn't have to give it, but he was willing to give it. And since he was willing to give it, he was able to keep it. Did you hear all that? Do you understand? Because his hands were open and he wasn't tight-fisted with God. When I'm talking about this test... I wouldn't have wanted to go through this test because I'm not where Abraham was, okay? And I've never had that, those conversations like Abraham t did with Almighty God. But I think that would be a very difficult test, okay? And I've heard many preachers talk about that, okay? But God's not asking us to do that because that is against His Word now, okay? What He has spoken, what He's allowed us to know. He's never going to ask us to do that. But He will always ask us to open our hands to that which we love more than Him. Do you understand? I hope this helped you out. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Because just, you know, when I'm doing these devotions, guys, listen, a lot of it you've heard. And a lot of it, it's repetitive. Why? Because it's repetitive in the Bible. It's not matched to stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's repetitive. And you'll, if you start reading your Bible, you'll see the same themes over and over and over again. Jesus was always talking about money. Why? Because every time I go to the store, I need money. When I go shopping, I need money. And people have an issue with what? Money. They think money is power, money, security, money is all those things, okay? God's your security. God's your source. Money is a resource. It's a form of exchange. Money can never get me to heaven, guys. Oh, that's a, free, that's a freebie. That's a freebie. And the man gave a free tip, okay? Guys, hope this helped you out. But again, okay? What we're doing is we're looking inwardly. I'm not looking at someone else's life. When I hear these devotions, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, does this apply? Yeah, is God speaking to me? Has he shined light into my heart? Oh, yeah, I understand. This, here, and just all of a sudden, it's like the light bulb comes on. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. This I'm doing over here is just no good because I understand because my focus, you know, the majority of my attention is focused on this. I'm just going to transition, willing to give this to God. And God oftentimes will not even take it from you unless it's sin and then he wants it out of your life so he can bless you even more. But that's a whole nother devotion. That's a whole nother free one. I guess what I'm trying to say, and I could have said it in 30 seconds and saved you a little bit of time. Don't hold on to anything other than God. You know what I'm saying? Hold on to God. He's, he's, he's everything to you. He loves you, okay? And Matt does too. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave, baby!